Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Everyone and welcome to Beyond the Mat. I guarantee you this will be the most talked about, discussed, debated, and argumentative show that we have had in a very long time. Not only did the Hall of Fame happen, not only did WrestleMania happen, not only did Raw happen, but my news, ever since I got a new cell phone, my news is connected to my phone. I almost had to take my phone in because it almost shut down with all the goddamn news that's been going on this freaking week. It has been absolutely friggin' insane. If you're hearing my voice, I am your host as always, DM, and my two cohorts, we have Strata. Hello, hello, from uh, from uh, Happy Easter Sweden. I would like to say Happy Easter, shoutouts to everyone I know, and including you two guys. And we have a itchy trigger finger Alex with us this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what's, uh, howdy, I gotta remember to say that this time. <laughs> Because <laughs> everybody freaked out when I didn't say it. Because <laughs> we didn't know who you were. Oh, man. Uh, why don't we go around the table real quick? Strada, how was your week? Mm. It was fine. It was an easy... It was a short week, probably because we we, um, we didn't work Thursday. So it's... Uh, we, it's it's called... Um, in Swedish, it's called Skär Torsdag. And that's everyone is... Oh, it's holiday from that was onwards. So it, I'm, uh, I have a holiday now from to until Monday. It's a red day, so I start work on Tuesday. So we are enjoying Easter here. Yeah, I was about to say. So is it Easter? Yes, it's Easter. Yes, it is. Ah. I'm filling my stomach with all kinds of uh, non-healthy things. Uh, that's what I do every second of every day. <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah, damn. And Alex, who's had a pretty good week up until last night, how's your week? Yeah, last night, I was like, no! <laughs> but uh, no, it was a good... Um, I'm drinking a margarita right now, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a whole um, pack of them that we bought at the liquor store, so they're pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, 
I'm getting a sleep study done next month to figure out, you know, because if you have sleep apnea, you don't actually know that you have sleep apnea until you have the sleep study done. For sh you need to know for sure before you can have anything prescribed. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go sleep in some strange foreign place for, you know, five hours and then go home in the morning, but... It'll be nice to know because then I might get a breathing apparatus for when I sleep and then I'll wake up better and be happy and 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 energetic and cuz like it'll just, like if you have this you just you don't have you're tired all day, you're fatigued, you don't have a lot of energy, you don't have a lot of motivation, so it's like well shit, that could explain a lot. I could be lose some fucking weight if I if I get this diagnosed and uh So yeah, that'd be great. And also um I bought another Wii, not a Wii U, I bought another Wii because I wanted to play a GameCube game, and the GameCube game was uh, Midway Arcade Treasures 3, and it has like Hydro Thunder on it and a bunch of other old racing games, and then I found out that it was also on PS2 when I got home, so I spent all this money on the Wii, the controllers, the game, everything, when I already have a working PS2 that I could have just got the game on. Because <laughs> I, I had never seen this game before in my life. I was like, this must be some rare GameCube game I didn't know existed. Because I, I got it at our local game store, where, and they carry all the old stuff. And uh, and then it's like, I got home and I was looking up stuff about it, it's on PS2, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? So I just wasted about $120. <laughs> I probably could have just spent about, you know, 20 to get the game on PS2. And, uh... Somebody, somebody get you a dance after you said, sucker! But yeah, hopefully, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them if they have uh, the PS2 version, and I still have my receipts, so... They're pretty, they're pretty cool guys, hopefully they'll let me take it back. Um, slightly I mean, paid. Um, $120 on that. Damn. Yeah, I also bought another game. I bought another old, um... I bought a, what is it called? Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. You can get it on PS3 and Xbox 360. It just has a bunch of old Genesis games on it. But, <laughs> Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. Yeah, it has, it has a couple of those. How, how many Sonic Hedgehog games are there? I mean, aren't the one to seven? There's or 108. There's two. What? There's fucking many. Too many. They needed to stop after three. <laughs> I think the the angry video game nerd have done such a review on those games, and he said, "Why are there so many of these shitty games?" <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know um, what else has been going on in life. Uh, I'm finally getting better from that sickness. I'll tell you what, that was some hella some hella bad shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I still, to this day, occasionally I'll go to speak, and my throat will just fire a gun at me and be like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to speak? It'll just be like, ah! And then I'll be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, there is something that is definitely going around, because everyone around me is sick. Hell, I'm even starting to get it, and I'm not even sure I like it. Have, have you any clue, guys, what, what it is? You know what, what it's kind like of a strain of the flu, bronchitis, the black plague, Ebola. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's the cold. It's syphilis. It's like every fucking thing merged into one. We don't know what the fuck it is. The ultimate doom. It's like the all. And chances are, all you really need is cough syrup, and that'll probably take care of it. Mm. Drink some tea for the throat. 
It's and my, my friend actually came over here, caught it, and kept coming over here and didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I can tell you he's got the same shit as me. I got it from my from my friggin' nephew. Well, actually, I got it from my mom. She got it from my nephew, and he also gave it to his mom. So yeah, the little plague bearer is <laughs> he's he's the one that that got everybody sick in this household. I, I see World War C ahead of me here. Everyone turns into something strange. <laughs> Just give me some Robitussin. Why don't we get into the news? This very, very lengthy news of the week. Yeah, this is breaking news. For those of you that live under a rock, do not have internet, or can't fucking read, uh, AJ Lee has decided to retire from in-ring competition with WWE. We wish AJ the very best. That was from WWE. Regarding AJ Lee retiring from WWE, there's already been some speculation that she was leaving the week before WrestleMania 31. A colleague who watched WrestleMania 31 thought it was AJ's post-match celebration with Paige... Seem weird. As if AJ knew this was going to be her last big match. The two hugged, and while AJ told Paige she loves her, which to most people didn't seem out of the way at the time, but is very interesting. NXT Diva Bailey made during WrestleMania 31 weekend. It should be noted that AJ's in-ring action was limited in the WrestleMania 31 match with Paige against the Bella Twins. AJ did get the win and worked the finish for the team, but much was... Ah! but spent much of the match outside of the ring and kept getting knocked off the ground by the Bella Twins. Uh, there's a follow-up to this. I didn't put it on because just reports are fucking everywhere. The rumor floating around, ladies and gentlemen, is that AJ Lee is pregnant. This is why she didn't do shit in the match. And it's a little interesting considering the photos that she took with Bailey. And the precarious positions that Bailey's hands were. It's very well possible. It's very well possible that the leader of the Divas movement, the one who was all about give Divas a chance and I'm going to be your figurehead, pulled a CM Punk and bailed out. And you shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) She did not, she did not just up and disappear. She retired gracefully. Yes, and very gracefully and on the floor over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> At least they didn't... Um, it was on good terms, though. It's not like the whole CM Punk issue where we tried to act like it didn't happen for like a fucking year and a half and then, hey, and then talk shit about him every time he gets brought up on TV. Now, now we can call them Phil and... April. Phil and April. Brooks. Well, I love the That's fact our, that... I love how they call her... They, I love how they Brooks. call her April Mendez. Mendez. They don't call her by her last name. <laughs> so, obviously... Uh, I got... Alex, your opinions and thoughts on this whole AJ thing. Because God knows you, you can't be happy with, with, with this at all. Yeah, um, well, I'll live, but it was just, that was, that was my whole reason for watching Divas. I mean, I mean, Paige is alright, but, and Natalia's good, but it's just, she does, I mean, I don't know, I guess AJ was the one that stood out, 
you know, she, uh, she just, she had, she had it all as far as divas go. She really stood out, and she had a great character, and she could speak, and she could wrestle, and it's just like, nah, she's not going to be there. I'm not going to be nearly as interested in the divas, because that was, I mean, I'll always just wait for her to come back whenever she'd leave, and, but I kind of wonder, um, when she found out she was pregnant, because I don't think she would have... I mean, it sounds like this is pretty much her dream job. I, I want to know if maybe it was an accident. Maybe somebody didn't use a condom. I don't know. Maybe it's all <clears throat> Punk's fault. Um, <laughs> you are not going to let this go. <laughs> um, but no, for, I mean, for real, though, I mean... Just because she had all these pictures she took backstage with The Rock and with Ronda Rousey, and she looked like she was having a great time, and and she she joked about how she has a two and O streak at at WrestleMania, and she's coming after the Undertaker. So it, it makes it sound like she was like, it doesn't make it sound like she just wanted to quit. God, could you imagine that? I'm coming for you, Taker. You're pregnant. Bong. You ain't, you ain't coming for shit. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just can't, I mean, so I just wonder, maybe, I mean, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe she just got the, like, you know, in Kill Bill, she, you know, she's, um, what, what, Black Mamba, or the Bride, as they called her, she was still kicking ass, and then she went and took a pregnancy test, and she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. Well, does that mean AJ's gonna kill Punk with the five-point palm exploding heart technique? I'm, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Uh, damn! When, when I when I saw your uh, vlog uploaded on, on the Facebook wall, uh, you sounded you said something about in your message there that you were concerned for the women's division. Yes, um, there's a report, and I think it's in here. We may have touched up on it last week, but they wanted to change the divas division. They wanted to go, uh, you know, they wanted to put more focus and more emphasis on it. And AJ was their star player. Unfortunately, AJ is now gone. Yeah, she was the face of the women's division. Unfortunately, now you have Cameron and Paige as your faces. That is it. <laughs> Think about it. How many yeah, faces but, um, are on Raw right now that are women? You have two out of like ten. Um, you can't build a division off of two faces, but you can't do it off of eight faces either. But point being... This is dangerous. This is a problem. I have a feeling that Bree is turning face like tomorrow because they're like, oh, shit, we, we lost AJ. We need someone that's relevant. Fuck. Uh, we got this might scare – this scares me a little bit only because – and this has happened for the last 10 years. Every time they put focus on one diva on or on the women's division and they have a figurehead, that figurehead leaves every single time. This is a common thing, and I'm almost wondering if the people in the back are going, why should we give women a, a chance? Because they're going to go do fashion, they're going to go do music, or they're going to go get pregnant. Or, or do porn. Or go do porn. I mean, it's, and I'm not saying that it's bad for a woman to do those things, but it's kind of hard to bitch and complain that you want the women's roster to be better and... And more, have more time in the ring. And then this happens. It's like, well... It's like wait, the same wait, thing wait, with wait, Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong came to WWE yeah. three weeks later. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, Fuck. shit. So it's it, it, it just kind of sucks. I don't think the women's division is ever going to get to be to where it used to be. But if you look down in NXT, 
They have they have women's like Bailey. They have that's what they gotta do. They gotta go to yeah. NXT and go. You guys now, let's go. Come on, this yeah. Fuck they have NXT. Lynch, let's get in here now. Banks. They have Banks, Lynch, Bailey, Charlotte. They have uh, Alexa Bliss, and now her that Brooke woman, Dana Brooke. She of she's gonna be like a heel fitness model or something, something Playing like Sunny. They're doing like a, a yeah, exactly. And um, I, I think they have to move up some of the women now to replenish the ranks on the main roster. Uh yeah, they do. It's and I'm not saying that AJ is worth 20 women. No, but it's now at that point to where Charlotte the, the most needed. the most popular one is gone. Mm. Now what the fuck do you do? It's like if John Cena was to retire now, who's up? You know, who's next up to bat? Mm. You know, they have people in line. AJ's gone. They got nobody. Do you think Charlotte is the one to take the brass ring for the women's division? Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. She'll walk in there and go, that's mine. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're sleeping with John Cena. I'm Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, no. Bye. Thanks. This is mine. The line starts behind me. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of a shock. AJ's gone. Oh well, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. Uh, I still wonder about the wording that um the whole she's retired from in-ring competition. That's an interesting way to put it. It it makes me wonder. I don't know. I guess you know the Bellas retired a couple of years ago, and then they came back. So, oh yeah, because what they were doing before wasn't working. They go, you know, if we sleep with the top two guys in the business, we can get back in this motherfucker. And you know, I got some uh, additional news. If you don't have it on on the run through DM, but uh, I don't know if you heard something about uh, Brian Danielson have spoken about having a. Uh, he wanted to have a match with Shinzuki Nakamura on the Japanese tour for IC Champ versus yeah, IC Champ. I, have you heard of something? I about heard that? about that, and uh, that would be. Um, Nakamura said yes. He, of course, said he said yes because he'll fight anything. Yeah. And Daniel and, and WWE didn't crazy. like the idea. No, 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 no cross, no crossover shit there. No, 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 no. But like, no, we don't want to promote wrestling because that's what NXT is for. Yeah. Uh, as noted, Bray Wyatt suffered a badly sprained ankle while preparing for WrestleMania 31 on Sunday afternoon. The strain was so bad. Now, Wyatt couldn't stand or even walk on it for long backstage. He ended up wearing a cast on his ankle for the rest of the evening until it was time for the match with The Undertaker. I want to know how the fuck he damaged his ankle when he moves at the speed of two. Um, when, we get to that, that when, we, when we get to that match, oh, man, the things I'm going to say about Bray. It's, oof. Don't you think that was the, the reason why he moved so slow? No, because Strata... I again. He's always looked pretty fast for a big guy to me. Yeah, I know, but something was wrong with him. Something wasn't right, yeah, and the ankle he was, knew he was losing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyone questioning why their match wasn't that great? It was because Bray done fucked himself. The one guy that did not need to be hurt in the match got hurt. I, st- I still oh. thought it was a great match. I-, I think most people did, honestly. I mean, I'm okay, great. Let me let me put that good. It wasn't great. It wasn't match of the night, but it was still a lot of fun. It was fun until again. We'll get to that when we get to we that. We get to that. 
Uh, as of Monday night, WWE officials have not decided on whether or not Sting will be wrestling going forward. Bullshit. This is why the angle with the NWO and DX on WrestleMania may have seemed like a send-off for the Stinger. Sting is open to working more dates if WWE wants him to. Yeah, he'll be working more. Just, just give it time. They're not spending all that money just so we can lose. Not bad for a 50-year-old, 55-year-old. Uh, yeah, when we get to that match, holy shit. Hmm. Uh, WWE officials had asked several stars to cut their speeches short on Saturday night at the 2015 Hall of Fame, including Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair. They said fuck And Glenn Barker. And Glenn Barker. Uh, officials were not pleased with this year's ceremony overall, as they felt the show ran way too long, and it wasn't exciting enough. I'll talk about that in a second. They said they were said to have loved the Bushwhacker speech. I didn't care for it, with the feeling that it was a perfect mix of character and telling old stories. Even though they stumbled against each other, however, they were not happy with Medusa's use of adult language and weren't happy with how she put over Eric Bischoff. We have more on her later. Regarding Shawn Michaels, as he tore up the speech and was going off the cuff when he inducted Nash, they were not happy with uses with Shawn's uses of the word "strap" and "wrestler" in his speech. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me... Damn! What a what a ridiculous goddamn production crew. Yeah, oh, this God. crew needs to get cancer and die. It's in Kevin Dunn. It's children. Kevin Dunn. It, it might be just Kevin Dunn, and he needs to go fuck himself or set himself oh, yeah, on fire and run into a fucking chemical truck. He hates um, wrestling. I love how they're like, okay, this is your moment, but don't talk. You know, just get your ring, get the fuck off. They gave Larry Zabisco like. 18 fucking hours to talk. Rikishi was kind of like, I'm a dance like a motherfucker, yeah, and motherfucker, 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 yeah, Samoan pride. <laughs> and then you had um, Carol Sharon Osborne Warrior, whatever the fuck her name is. She took about nine fucking hours. You got Daniel crying on there. He's taking another fucking hour. And then you get, you know, Daniel's uh, father who takes a fucking hour and a half. And it was no wonder it was not exciting because everyone was fucking dead. You know, Alondra Blaze had the best speech of the fucking night, yeah. and she was the only one that got the crowd to actually go, yeah. Didn't wow, how, about, how disrespectful can they fucking be to these people, really? Damn, didn't, didn't Dana Warrior said, didn't she take a stab at WWE for something? You didn't like us at the beginning, but you like us now, or something. Yeah, she did, and you know what, good, because she's absolutely right, she's absolutely right, because that DVD they made was bullshit. Yeah. Um, as that we found out, oh, all that was a lie? Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> such bullshit. The reason why the Hall of Fame wasn't that great is because it was, Randy Savage is the first one in! <gasps> oh, shit. The, <laughs> you know, how do you follow that? When a dead guy is your headliner in the Hall of Fame... You really can't follow that up with anybody. I think the Hall of Fame as a whole was kind of, eh, it was all right, but it was just, it's kind of boring. What, I wonder what, why, I wonder, damn, what, what kind of adult language did Medusa say? I don't remember, to be 100%. She, she said, let's get this fun shit going or something. It's possible, but again... Damn, what, that's not so adult. Every, I mean, even kids say shit today, even small kids. Well... And I was expecting Medusa to come out all fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like she would have been fat and tattoos and like a thousand piercings. We're talking like the Courtney Love of pro wrestling. I thought she was going to be fucked up. 
No. She came out looking like a champ. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> she was the best thing going on that that Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, so as far as saying that they weren't happy with Shawn Michaels, fuck them. And as far as them praising Eric Bischoff, again, fuck you. So who, whoever the production guy is can... Kevin Don. They can go fuck themselves. Kevin uh, Don and Vince McMahon. It appeared that at the main event of WrestleMania 31, where it appeared the referee passed the blade to Roman, presumably so Reigns could pass it off to Brock, it had then appeared that Lesnar did a blade job and cut himself open when they did the ring post spot. WWE issued the following statement on the blade job. WWE programming is TVPG, and we don't permit intentional bleeding, the communication, or contact between our performers and referees as part of our safety protocol. That said, unintentional blood sometimes occurs, and we do our best to minimize. I don't personally think that Lesnar bladed because he doesn't know how, and within the first ten seconds of the match, Roman punched him hard, and he was bleeding. Yeah, he got a muse under his eye and was cut. So I'm sure Brock hit that fucking post hard, and it was just beast mode from there. Yeah, he he went Super Saiyan at that point. He hit that. And po- I'm throwing up that- bacon and margarita here, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I think I think uh, I mean if blade job is not allowed anymore, but he hit that post really hard. Yeah. So as far as that Brock- that that turn that. That you, you got to have cojones to do that. I just don't see where Brock Lesnar did it, and if he was able to pull it off, and I can't detect it, he did a damn good job. But uh, no, because if you watched him on Raw, he had a scar on his fucking head. Yeah, and, and that's not and, that's and not stitches. busted open the hard way. Yeah, and so uh, over WrestleMania 31 week, there was a lot of talk about WWE changing how the divas are portrayed. It was noted that due to the "Give Divas a Chance" hashtag campaign. And the success of Total Divas that WWE officials had their eyes open in regards to how Divas are booked with the feeling that they need to do more with the female competitors. Part of the changing how the Divas division will be portrayed apparently includes bringing up new talents and introducing new characters. There's still a lot of talk about former NXT Women's Champion Charlotte making her way to the roster very soon. We haven't heard anything about other NXT Divas that might get called up. On a related note, there are rumors of doing a full heel turn with Emma on the main roster, which has been teased recently on NXT. No shit. Um, So there's still talk about giving Divas a chance. Unfortunately, AJ won't be a part of it. Because punk, gave a, because punk gave a diva a chance and she got knocked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Undertaker was reportedly telling people backstage at WrestleMania 31 that he felt great after the match with Bray Wyatt because he didn't do anything. And was planning on working WrestleMania's 32 event. Yesterday, this was actually went Tuesday, uh, it was noted that Sting and Taker were seen at the airport together. And they were headed home from California. The two actually shared a locker room together at WrestleMania 31. And there was indeed talk between the two of them having a potential match. Maybe. One year in advance. You know what? There's, there's one thing. And, in, in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking huge Undertaker fanboy. Absolutely. Why the fuck couldn't he have shown up on Raw? <laughs> I mean, come on! I mean, I get the build-up. I get the build-up. Okay, if they're not gonna, they're not gonna let you see him because they don't, 
you know, it's it's mysterious because he was beaten, and we didn't know what he was going to look like, and blah, blah, blah. I get it. So, uh, surely after the match, he would have said something. He literally had the easiest job of every fucking wrestler all year long. He had one date, one match, no words, no promos, did not show up on Raw, SmackDown, anywhere. I'm hoping this isn't over. I'm hoping Bray gets a fucking rematch at like hot damn <laughs> slam or something, and not just because I want to see Bray, but I just want to see Undertaker fucking say a word. Like he doesn't even need to say "rest in peace." He can just say "rest" and be done. I mean, that's all. That's all I want. I just want you know. Okay, come on, give me something. Give me a sandwich, bong. Sorry, Alex. I, just, I was expecting it. I was like, okay, he made his big comeback. He's going to come on and be like, yeah, I whooped that fat ass's ass. And he didn't He didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. Don't get me wrong. I still love The Undertaker. But, I mean, <laughs> I was just disappointed that he wasn't on Raw. Uh, well, I think someone fucked that up for everyone. So we'll get to that when we get to Raw. Uh, yeah, CJ Parker has requested his release and WWE granted it this past Saturday. Damn, he was such a Ooh, yes. He was such Thank a great character. No, he was such a great character. I liked him. The release was granted on amicable, ter- amicable terms as WWE allowed Parker to work the WrestleMania 31 Access events. He had been with the company since 2011. CJ Parker left the company after being granted his release and the split was amicable as WWE allowed him. I just re- read that, so fuck that. Amicable. Parker was reportedly very amicable. Amicable, whatever. Amicable. Uh, I can't read today. I'm. What words? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, these English words. Parker yeah. was reportedly very frustrated, as he had been with the WWE for four years, and realized he wasn't going to make it to the main roster. Parker left. He was apparently told by WWE officials that he would be welcomed back in the future. And Parker was said to be very well liked in the company, and was saying his goodbyes at the post WrestleMania party Sunday night. Parker is looking for a new job with New Japan Pro Wrestling in hopes of making a name for himself and focusing on continuing his career. His new gimmick, as of the CZW's website, is CJP. So so Parker is gone. He wants to go to New Japan, and right now he's currently going to be at CZW, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, uh, This could be an MVP-like thing, where he goes to Japan and gets over his shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll see. Maybe a uh, milieu environment. New, new milieu, if you say so, will we'll, uh, bring out the best in him. And possibly, he, he, I don't think he sucks in the ring, but he was not getting any chance to show his talents enough, I think. I think he was given the chance, just Kenta killed him. Yeah. You know, he kind of saw the writing on the wall that Kenta and Steen and Generico and all these guys were coming up, and he's like, I'm fucked. <laughs> I don't have a chance, so. Was C.J. Parker the hippie? Yes. Okay, because uh, the only, I've only seen one match with him, and that was the one where Kevin Steen just killed him. Well, yeah. He looks like the guy that they had in WWE. Uh, what was his, he had, like, Rasta. He looked like Tyler Rex, is what he did. Yeah, Tyler Rex. Cecil. Tyler Rex, wow, that takes me back. Yeah, <laughs> Rex and Hawkins, what happened to them? They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Still have one of them? I don't remember. Brian Myers is in in uh, on the Indies now, I think. Yeah, the Edge head is gone. 
Uh, regarding Kevin Nash's 2015 Hall of Fame induction, the company pushed hard to have him go as Diesel, but he was not having it. Nash was correct in his speech. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Nash was correct in his speech when he said he did it my way. Nash wanted to go under his real name so he could take advantage of any additional credibility that the induction might bring to his other projects. It was also said that Nash hasn't wanted to go in as Diesel for years because it said that Diesel was the worst drawing WWE champion and he didn't want to allow himself to be celebrated under the Diesel name for the same reason. Nineteen ninety five. Good for him. Honestly, good for him. Mm. I mean, come on. It's Kevin. I mean, yeah, and that was not and that was not the same way with Hall and, and Razor. I mean I mean except I, I think, you know, Razor was a much bigger deal than Diesel. But I mean, there's such a small part of a bigger career. Yeah. And I mean I was alright with it, so fuck the WWE for wanting to do their own shit. This is great news. This makes me smile from ear to ear because finally the Samoans get it up the ass. Several members of the legendary Anoa'i family were very angry at the finish in the main event of WrestleMania 31 as plans were changed. And really? And Roman Reigns... That's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And Roman Reigns did not end up with the WWE World title. <laughs> Reigns' father, WWE legend Sika, was said to be looking to start a war. He was upset. <laughs> One WWE source commented to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Sika forgot this business is not real life and was legitimately pissed at the finish and looking to start a war. A lot of the younger family members were rallying around Sika, but the other 45 or 50 of them talked <laughs> some reason. Another person who was around the family during WrestleMania said they were furious, mad, and disappointed, but not out of control. While the family came for Rikishi's Hall of Fame speech, they came more to see Roman have his big win for the title at WrestleMania. So, (laughs) you know whose fault this is, and they're not going to have the balls to say it. This is, no, this is Brock Lesnar's fault. (laughs) If Brock Lesnar wouldn't have re-signed, Roman would have had the title. This, this just reminds me of Paul Heyman's most recent Heyman hustle where he said Brock Lesnar would slap the entire Anoa'i family back and forth if, <laughs> if he wanted to. Oh, I would have so loved to have seen a little 50 signature. storm the ring. <laughs> all, all it took, DM, was a little signature on a dotted line. Uh-huh. To start a war. I can't, I can't believe this is going to be the new storyline. It's going to be the Samoans versus WWE. <laughs> They're going to be like crazy tribal Samoans, too, so they're going to be like jumping out of the... They're going to be like (laughs) flying in on vines, and like they're going to have like, you know, voodoo and shit, and and (laughs) they're going to be casting magic on wrestlers and turning people into nudes or whatever, I don't know. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Can you imagine John Cena and the Usos in a triple tag match all of a sudden, sorry bro, and they turn on him? <laughs> the new story. Man. Oh, and that's a, that's how you bring Brock Lesnar back. The Samoans just destroy WWE, and they're all we need Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone with power. Cena can't do it by himself. We lost Roman, and everyone else is selling everything, so we're fucked. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd pay money to watch. Um, would you book that? Would you would you book that? The Unawai family. Yeah, I would totally book that. And then you have The Rock versus Triple H because they're doing that anyway. Yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> We'd run the Rousey. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. There you go. You have Triple H versus The Rock, the Unawai family versus WWE right there in like an <laughs> ultimate lumberjack match. Oh, God. Bodies would fly everywhere. People would get stabbed and shit, and they'd be, oh God, it'd be glorious. It'd it be, would like, be like in the, the seventies again. Umaga and, and Yokozuna would be like there, flying around the ring. Nah, I'm telling you, it'd be it would be the greatest fucking show ever. You just you could book Mania just on that. WWE versus America Samoa, because why not? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, man. And then you have Seth. And then you have Seth Rollins at the curb stomp on Roman Reigns again. Uh, you know, guys, I know the Samoans are badasses, but I wouldn't like to fuck with Zeke if he was mad. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't either. But oh, I'm just saying, why not? God damn! <laughs> Shit. I mean, how old is Zeke now? Sixty, seventy? I think he's like about that. seventy, but he probably feels like he's. 20, so... Yeah, and he can still kick some ass. Because those, those Samoans are just fucking crazy, so... <laughs> oh, God. Headbutt from a Samoan. Uh. Uh, Steve Austin did not travel to Santa Clara for the festivities, and this caused a lot of shock within WWE as he was expected to be there. It turns out that Austin was scheduled to fly to San Jose on the same flight The Undertaker was, and they both live in Texas. The flight landed... And Austin was not there. WWE even had an employee waiting to pick Austin up from the airport. It appears they still thought he might show up as there was room for his name backstage at Levi Stadium until midweek. It was noted that the issue appeared to be between Austin and Vince. One person close to the situation said that they had never seen Vince as angry about anything else, which is saying a lot, which is bullshit. A rift between Vince and Austin reportedly has to do with his podcast on the WWE Network and Vince not liking some aspects of it. This is likely why the WWE Network is now carrying Chris Jericho's podcast instead. WWE also wanted Austin for the upcoming season of Tough Enough, but he reportedly turned it down for an unknown reason. Some expect Austin to address his issues with WWE very shortly. Here's what the fuck happened. They said, you want to do Tough Enough? No, because last time I did it, you buried the winner regardless. It was a fucking wasteless show. All the losers still got jobs. Suck my fucking Texas dick. <laughs> Here's the thing with the podcast. Oh, you asked questions that we weren't prepared to answer and Kevin Dunn didn't like it? Well, fuck you. Here's the third reason. Um, fuck it. <laughs> right? Fuck it. It's yeah. Austin. It's McMahon. They don't like each other. Tomorrow they'll love each other. The next day they'll be fucking each other. The day after that, they'll be getting married. The day after that, they'll be getting divorced, and they'll be fighting at Mania. It's it's a love-hate relationship, so don't... Yeah. You know, it's, it's, this is just... Austin McMahon 2.0 all over again. More, more like 5.0 at this point. <laughs> Probably come on go, Austin! Where's JR? I fire your ass. Again. Again. Fuck off! By God, King! It's Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that now when you when they do interviews with him, he doesn't mention Austin, like in every fucking topic. <sighs> so WWE didn't like the question he asked. I don't, I'm not sure. I know they weren't happy with the podcast, but I'm sure... Because Austin's a dick. 
And if he wants to get an answer, he's going to get an answer. And I'm sure Vince was like, I don't want to answer that question. And Austin is like, fuck it, you're going to answer the question anyway. Because <laughs> he's just a prick that way. So, Speaking of pricks, regarding Seth Rollins' WWE title belt not having the correct side plates on after this week's Raw, if anyone noticed, what is that the company ordered Rollins' plate from a different company and they didn't fit? They should have new plates on the belt before too long. And the officials are also talking about a new WWE United States title belt for Cena. Apparently the artwork for its design is already in the works, and I already can tell you what it looks like. It's John Cena's penis with a red, white, and blue on it. Now suck my dick. And his waistline is the fucking eagle. So basically, it's a red, white, and blue eagle with its penis fucking you. That's what it is. That's that's the new fucking title. So he's going to, because it's John Cena, they're going to make a new, brand new title for him. Yeah, because they did it for The Rock. They kissed the ass for the right persons. Well, you know, when you suck the right dick. Yeah. <sighs> the decision to put the WWE world title on Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 31 was not a last-minute decision, but only a few people were aware of the plan. Reigns was originally planned to win the title, but Roman found out he was winning it late in the show. It was also informed. He was also informed that after winning, he would have to take the flight to New York City for the day show and then fly back to California for Raw. We'll get to that when we get to that. Rollins reportedly was informed of the last 45 seconds of the match, that he was winning the title by a producer right there at the start of the angle between The Rock and Ronda Rousey, which is why it took so fucking long. It was then that Rollins, Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Paul even went into a room with Michael PSAs to work out the finish of the match. The rest of the match had already been mapped out by that time. So, this was a last-minute decision, which I call bullshit, um, only because Brock and Reigns... um, had all this mapped out, but apparently Rollins was going to walk out with that title irregardless. My brother owes me $10 because I told him there was going to be a cash-in. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Has, has awesome. he paid you yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. Okay. But, uh, so you made a bet. You know, it's, uh, I figured that uh, Rock and Ronda were taking up so much time because they wanted it to hurry the fuck up and get dark for the Undertaker entrance. Yeah. But, you know, that didn't work. So, uh, that took a lot of time, though. Yeah, they did. So, so damn, your brother said, no, it's not going to be a cash-in. Okay, he, said it's, he said it's too easy to do a cash-in. Okay. So. It was smartly booked. <clears throat> ah, we get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, so, here's some TNA news. TNA reportedly wants to induct... No, let me start that all over because it's TNA. I'm allowed to botch. Mm-hmm. TNA officials yeah. have reportedly been working on who they will induct into the TNA Hall of Fame. The deal hasn't even been finalized and we know it's not Jeff Jarrett. So fuck that company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's more. I swear to God, there's more. The bit at the end of Alundra Blaze's 2015 Hall of Fame induction speech where she pulled the old women's title belt out of the trash said to be the reason WWE asked her to be inducted this year. The officials insisted that the belt angle be part of the presentation. And Rikishi did mention former two cool partners, Brian Christopher and Scotty Tuhati, in the 2015 Hall of Fame speech due to some sort of dispute over an independent wrestling booking. This led to Scotty complaining on Twitter last week in an update and said that Rikishi made it clear he didn't want Scotty or Brian in person for the induction. So, 
Everyone that was bitching and complaining about Alundra Blaze, they still wanted her to do that belt thing, so fuck you, it's conflicting news. And Rikishi is just being Rikishi, so, alright, fine, fuck him. I did it for the rock. I did it for me. Uh, Santa Clara and the San Jose City officials were very happy with how everything went with WrestleMania 31, or WrestleMania won't likely be back to the area for a while. City officials were talking about putting a bid that nobody else could match to bring WrestleMania back in eight years or so, so awesome. And regarding speculation on Brock Lesnar possibly blading, which we mentioned earlier, it was noted that WWE had issued a statement denying it and said several sources within WWE also said that Vince McMahon did not sign off on it, and it didn't happen. The last person to be caught blading was Batista, and he was reportedly fined $100,000. So, therefore, that proves that Brock Lesnar did not blade. Think about that for a second. He did not blade. There's a picture on the web somewhere I saw where the referee gave Roman Reigns when he was laying on the ground something in his left hand, and he he grasped it and clutched the hand. Vince said he didn't blade. Okay. Vince just said right here. Didn't uh-huh. do it. But Vince is a damn liar, then. You tell that to Brock Lesnar. Oh, I might. If I see him someday. If he bladed, he bladed wrong, and he got 18 stitches for no reason. Hmm. Just saying. And a $100,000. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so in the bank account. So with that, why don't we get into, very quickly, the Hall of Fame and WrestleMania. Getting, 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 you're getting, 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 you're. All right, so we all watched the Hall of Fame, correct? Yep. Yeah. All right, I said my thoughts and opinions on it. I want to hear your guys' thoughts and opinions on the Hall of Fame. Um, Do you want to start? Do what? Do you want to start, Alex? Uh, sure. Yeah, start. You can start. Um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, interesting. I mean, I I didn't like it as much as last year's, but, um, it was good enough. I mean, as good as you would expect a bunch of talking to be, you know, because I don't really watch wrestling for that, but, you know, it is the Hall of Fame. I I was kind of hoping for a bigger deal to be made out of Randy Savage. And I completely forgot Kevin Nash was still going in at the end. And, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed, like, Shawn Michaels' induction thing for Kevin Nash and, um... Uh, I enjoyed it under Blaze. Uh, I only saw part of the head, the, I was going to say the head shrinkers. <laughs> no, um, the Bushwhackers. But they were, they were, they were funny enough, I guess. I mean, just, just watching these two old guys are just out, out of their fucking mind. And they, they talked about Samoans too. How they're crazy motherfuckers and how they used to do hardcore before they were the Bushwhackers and, and uh yeah they were the sheep herders yeah um 
What was I going to say? Uh, um, there's the thing with Daniel Bryan and the Warrior Award. Now, Justin Roberts, uh, he wasn't. He, y'all didn't bring him up in the news, did you? This is the reason why, because I'm not reading out his blog. Uh, but that man is pissed off. <laughs> yeah, um, I won't. I won't. I won't get into all of it, but. There is one thing that he that he brought up that is legit, and that's that Ultimate Warrior. When he wanted this award made, he didn't want it made for what they're giving it out for. I mean, he he went last year when he when he mentioned that award, he said, "I want it to be given to, or I think we should have an award for people backstage." The Jimmy Miranda Award. Yeah, the, the people the people backstage that don't get any credit and. And for whatever reason, we gave that to Connor the Crusher, the Kalik, which don't get me wrong, I think that's sweet and all, because yeah, that was a really cool kid, and, and it was nice to, to, you know, bring all that together and everything, but that's not what Ultimate Warrior wanted. And, um, and you, you do kind of have to wonder if maybe they're just like, well, this will give us better press, because people care about dying kids, and it's like, eh, well, you never know, I mean... They, they want to save their old skin to make them look good. Or they could just be doing something legitimately nice. Uh, but either way, I enjoyed the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, the Carter segment was pretty cool, just seeing how much all these people liked that kid. And and um, Kevin Nash was funny. Um, uh which is it's strange because basically I know Kevin Nash more off of all the shit people talk about him than Kevin Nash himself. So it's kind of nice to see the real guy every now and then, you know, the um cuz like when I think of Kevin Nash, I think of that guy who hates vanilla midgets. You know, <laughs> I don't think of, you know, an actual human being, you know, and so it's kind of cool to hear from from the real Kevin Nash. But uh yeah, it was it was uh, enjoyable. It wasn't as good as last year's, but I would say it was f- good enough to watch. Hey, and Strata. Oh, uh, <clears throat> I was half to sleep during this show because Rikishi, as you said, is Rikishi. Uh, the dance, yada yada, blah blah blah. Uh, the Funyami speech, the Japanese guy, I love it, it was short and, short and sweet, he thanked the guy, he thanked the WWE, blah, 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 blah. The only, the only two speeches that I cared about was uh, Medusa and uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, really, uh, and Kevin a little bit. Uh, I thought Alondra Bass was very good, On she talked very good, she was articulate, uh, she was funny, she got the crowd uh, going... She went off un- uncuffed a little bit as a adult language. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. Only WWE dickheads are. And um, I love to hear. I love the, to hear the the genius <laughs> once more with his poems and brought me back to the eighties. And it was uh, good to hear. He, he can really talk on the mic, so he's good. <clears throat> I think the one thing I heard a lot of with the Hall of Fame is that there were just too many fucking people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Larry Zbysko. Not a lot of people know who he is. So, mm, all right. living legend, Le- Chase Stadium. 
Yeah, sure. Yada yada. Then you got Rikishi. Well, all right. Then you got Alundra Blaze. Then you got the Bushwhackers. Then you got the Warrior War. Then you got Arnold Schwarzenegger. No one's ever brought him up. Then you had Macho Man. Then you had Kevin Nash. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. How, oh, and the, and, and the Japanese guy. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. How many fucking people are going in this goddamn year? It's like they... I think the problem was there were just so many fucking people. And... You know, I think that's what made it kind of boring. Is just there's just an when you have more inductees than you do matches on WrestleMania, that's a problem. Yeah. So they I think, have, next I think, year they should have lesser people with more CV in. You know what I mean? More, more uh, people that they have they have lesser people, but more people that they know of and. Who have more greater careers than people do, do care of? Yeah, if you know I, what I mean. I'm saying six tops. I mean, they had nine fucking people in there this year. Do you think that there's a possibility that we like to see Rick Rude in? Do you think he belongs there? Rick Rude definitely belongs in there. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that do belong in there, but I think the real problem was well, we gotta get the celebrity in there. Well, we gotta get oh, yeah. we gotta get the woman in there. We gotta get the tag team in there. Well, we gotta get the legend in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we gotta get um, the star a manager. In there. We gotta get well. They didn't do a manager this year, but no. Next th- year, there, are, there are so many categories that they had to fill, and it just got to the point. And they, oh, we gotta get the foreign guy in there because you know we're multinational, and they just hit every fucking genre. And you're going, Jesus Christ! Outside of a black guy, you've hit everybody. I, I would like to have a list for next year. I, I could t- tell you this. For next year, I would like to have uh, Kane inducted, if you if you want ah, to quit. It's, it's still early, no. Okay, okay. Uh, how about Undertaker as the headliner? He's still wrestling, so... Yeah, yeah I know. Rick Rude. Yeah, Rick Rude can go in there. Gene Cornette as the manager. Uh, no. Honky Tonk Well, man. yes and no. I mean, I don't know about Jim. He's He didn't really do a lot in WWE. He's more of a writer. For the WWE mm-hmm. than it was a manager because who did he manage Yokozuna? Yeah, but but he was a great heel manager for NW, maybe for maybe NWA, he, he, not really for WWE. So yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you. But if he comes with the Midnight Express as a trio, there's your tag team and that covers that. So now you got two and one, which kind of works out. Yeah, but that makes sense. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, there's some people I want in. Some people I don't want in there. I mean. The Bushwhackers, I mean, I, I remember them from the Sheep Herders. You, you do too, I hope. Yeah, I'm, I'm, old, I'm, old, I'm old enough to remember them. But I, I think, yeah. again, the big issue was there just so many fucking inductees, you know, and you're going, oh, Christ. And again, the Connor thing I really didn't have an issue with, but my big problem was you had Dana Warrior, then Daniel. No, first you had Stephanie, then Dana. Then uh, Brian, and then the dad, and it's like, fuck! How many more people are gonna talk about this dead kid? And and I hate to say that, but it's like, say your piece, get the fuck off stage. I mean, I, uh, and I it's no I wonder everyone was crying during it because it's like, well, shit, we got nothing to look fucking forward to. <laughs> oh, by the way, our headliner is a dead guy. <laughs> I know a guy now. Uh, I don't know if you disagree with me or not, but what about uh, superstar Bill Dundee? Uh, maybe. Uh, that's a topic for... Uh, All right, we can talk that on our time. Yeah, uh, but the Hall of Fame was kind of meh. Why don't we get into the meat and potatoes? WrestleMania! 
31. Click button. 31 click button. Uh, we also... Oh, got... I want to but I want to say this. What did you think about the set? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not excited, I... No. <laughs> no, Why? I'm... Uh, no. I see what they were trying to do. Okay. And it would have looked gorgeous. The fucking sun wasn't out. Yeah. When the show started, it looked like they were starting in 1 p.m. in the afternoon or something. Because the sun was bright and it was hot as hell. I mean, the, I, I could see certain guys in the crowd were sitting without, without <laughs> their t-shirt on. If you know what I mean. It was so goddamn hot. Yeah, well, that's WWE going, this will work. Uh, you know, there yeah. is the sun. We control the sun. Well, not really, Vince. We can book the sun. You can book the sun all you want. The sun was there all fucking day. And it destroyed. Uh, even when Seth Rollins walked out, the sun was still out. And it's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, this is just horrible for lighting. For ambiance, it sucked. And it's wrong to have an arena that has no roof on it. Because the roof... The void, the noise goes up in the middle of the air, up in the air. It's not wrong. I just think the problem was they did, WrestleMania 24 was an open roof, mm-hmm. and they pulled it off. This yeah. year, the sun was like the star attraction. Yeah. And it's the like, well, there's no sense. Uh-huh. Having, there's no sense having part. Yeah, uh-huh. get it? Yeah, yeah, you get that. <laughs> um. Because he is a star. Uh, there was no sense in having pyro because you can't see it, and there was no sense in having light effects because you can't see it. No. the sun is right there. And they only work for one match. And that's it's, why it's I like, think, fuck me, man. That's why I think 32 will be better when they are in, in the AT&T stadium in Arlington, Texas. Well, maybe they learn their lesson and go, look, the further west we go, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, but they ha- they have to have the the roof shut because well that doesn't they don't have a roof for that stadium. I mean that they that they, doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, not, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a dome. Yes, it's a dome. No, it's not a dome. I, it's not a dome. No, the one they're going to next this year is, but the one they went Levi Stadium is not a dome. No, no, no. I was talking about the AT and T. Oh, in yeah, that's a dome. They'll be fine yeah. with that one. Yeah. Uh, so WrestleMania, we had two pre-show matches: the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that nobody remembers, and the tag match that everyone remembers. Uh, your guys' comments? I I don't remember either. Anymore. Oh, okay, fuck it. <laughs> uh, the um, the tag match was okay. Oh, I uh, love that tag match. It was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, I, I loved when Natty put put on the Scorpion Deathlock or the Sharpshooter on uh, the little burrito guy. <laughs> Uh, and then we had, it was good to hear the commentators give hit, uh, Kenta or Hideo Itami some love in that match. That they gave him, they put him over. And I loved, this, I loved the, the, the view when he looked up to Big Show and said, Oh my god, I've never seen a big Japanese dude like this when I fought Takayama. <laughs> He probably said Akibono's bigger, but you know. Yeah, Akibono's big, but he, he uh, back in the day he fought he fought a guy called Takayama, you know, well, yeah, hair. Yeah, I know. He's a it was tip like wonder one hundred ninety six centimeters, and that was the biggest guy Kent ever faced almost. So uh, Big Show, <laughs> and he went on town on Big Show. <laughs> He tried, and yeah. Big, Big Show got the win. I guess it makes sense. Okay, cool. 
Now we get into the actual show, the first match, the ladder match. How oh, Dean Ambrose is not dead, I don't know. <laughs> Stardust comes out looking like Giraheim, uh, has a speckled ladder. Uh, Brian and Dolph kill each other. Bad News Barrett kills everyone. R Truth, I think, did like two moves. Uh, holy didn't start shit! Off had a, like, uh, didn't start off like have a, like a Marvel or DC comic. Yeah, I forget what the, what, it, what, it, what it was. But, yeah, but he's a huge comic nerd. Mister Mistress or something, or Mister no. Mischief or anyway. Yeah, that, thoughts on the ladder match? Uh, awesome. Really good. Are you happy with the winner? Uh, yeah, Stan Bryan. Yes. I would love to. Uh, yeah, I love the finish and I love the winner, but they could have got it to, like, Ziggler or Ambrose. But it was... Anyone could have won, won the thing, in my opinion, but it was it was right to, to put the title or the championship on Danielson because he makes the title better, not the other way around. Well, I love how as soon as he won, there was so much backlash going, they couldn't give fucking Ambrose the title. It's like, no, because they don't want Ambrose. You know why they don't want Ambrose? Listen to the fucking fans. Who got the ladder ovation? Hmm. I love the headbots at the end. Oh, oh God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nuts. Oh, uh, uh, they, they that was your neck. Your poor neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we don't mean, want you in any kind of match that might jeopardize your neck's health. Here, headbutt Dolph Ziggler 5,000 times. Who also had to recover from a fucking concussion two years ago. Yeah. The, those headbots. Because that's a smart were, idea. Damn, those headbots, they were stiff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There were no WWE health safety first headbots there. They hit the other with the heads. They probably figure, fuck it. We know the main event's going to steal this show, so we may as well, you know. Give an extra effort in this. Give an extra effort. So this match happened. It was all right. Uh, the second match was Orton versus Rollins. This was pretty standard. Uh, you know, I got no complaints with it. Uh, Randy Orton launched Seth Rollins into the air. I don't mean launched. I'm talking he picked him up and threw him. Like with his neck. Like you would do in a video game and killed him with an RKO. A, a curb stomp into an RKO. Yeah, dude, you should have seen our fucking faces when we first saw it. I mean, once you start seeing the replays, it sinks in more. But the initial reaction that me and my friend have were like, Holy shit! It was just like, he just put him into space and RKO'd him. <laughs> what I love with Orton, uh, on his ring attire that he had red trunks on and he had like the, the black sleeves, elbow sleeves. He went sort of old school or something. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. And I would like to say that face Orton is bland and vanilla, but this Orton face thing is a little little more tweener-ish. A little bit Steve Austin-like, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't go that far. No, 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 but he's not baby face, but he's not heel all the way. He's something in the in between. He's like a kick ha- kick ass babyface. If you don't like John Cena's vanilla, you're probably not gonna like uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, that's uh, Randy Orton's um, <coughs> strawberry. That's basically what no. he's. He's strawberry. You know. He's, oh yeah, that's what he is. But that RKO man, he can retire now. Yeah, and Mark Henry is sexual chocolate. Uh, 
he can keep it. Uh, third <laughs> match on the card, we get the Sting versus the Terminator. Oh God. Entrance. I love the I love the entrances. I don't care what anyone says. I love the entrances. As campy as it was, fuck oh yeah, off. it was great. I don't care what anybody says. I yeah. love that kind of shit. It was awesome. Sting moved. Not only did Sting move, Sting wrestled. Sting basically went like this. See this finger? Fuck it. I told you at fifty five I could do this shit. Now suck he threw my a goddamn dick. dick. He, he threw, threw a dog. Sting wrestled amazing. Triple H wrestled like Triple H. DX, NWO, Shawn Michaels, Sting loses. Not happy with that result. Overall, it wasn't bad. Honestly, the only thing I would disagree with you over is I I don't think Sting wrestled that great. I I mean, or at least... um, Compared to how he wrestled in TNA, this is like... I didn't watch TNA, so I have... I mean, this this is coming from a guy who isn't a Sting fan, who doesn't know much about Sting. This is essentially the first time I've ever seen him, because I didn't watch WCW, and I didn't watch DNA. So, um... God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a WWF boy my whole life, and then WWE afterwards, you know? And, uh... It's like Sonic coming into Smash Brothers, which is a Nintendo franchise. You know, what the fuck? What does this guy have to offer? <laughs> if, if, you, if you watch... Right? <laughs> Me and Dan, we we have grown up with this guy. We've seen him from the eighties when he was the surfer thing with the blonde hair and the unique collars and everything. And uh, we have pretty much been Sting fanboys for a long time, haven't we, Dan? I just yeah, think- basically seeing this as a guy who's never need- seen Sting. He was all right for a guy his age. I'll give him that. Call Sting at the, at the beginning. It was good. Like, you know, he jumped over, or he jumped off the fucking turnbuckle, which is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> With the greatest of ease. Um, he did he did some cool shit, but I guess, I, I don't know, I don't know if he just couldn't go long enough, because the match eventually just broke down into, into like, nostalgia. Right, is, the, ma- the, ma- the, 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 the spot on the night was when he hit the ball, the bat, on his... <laughs> And, and and Triple H looked at him like he's killed his baby or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't call the match bad or anything. I just there I were a lot to... of run-ins. Yes, <clears throat> it was very not wrestling. <laughs> when did it, when did they, I wanted to when... see more from Sting and I didn't get to see enough. Yeah. When did it made it no DQ but everything goes? Uh, you know, I don't remember. Win. I really don't remember. I know during the the broadcast they go, Oh, when the fuck was that made? They don't know the hue or shit. Fuck. And everyone it was like Jim Ross. And what was that made? <laughs> I'm sure it was as Triple H with the Hall of Fame. Went, Wait a minute. We have Hogan, Nash, Sean. The whole fucking crew is here. Yeah. I got an idea. Because <laughs> if you notice, everyone that showed up was at the Hall of Fame. Conveniently. You know yeah, yeah. I, I find it funny that the whole clique decided to turn on each other. <laughs> before they were all buddies. You know, uh, Awkward. The, the, what would be awesome if it was night or evening when it was dark and you had those T2, T-1000 coming up and shooting like laser plasma things. Aren't they... I, the T-1000 is the liquid metal one, right? Yeah, well, uh, the T-100, the, T, the yeah. T-800 or, or T-600. T-600. Yeah. I thought as campy as that entrance was, it was awesome. I, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. But what suffered was, again, the fucking sun. <laughs> and Arnold said, I've been looking for you. 
He should have said when he said target acquired. Target acquired. You're not <laughs> you're not Sarah Connor. Uh, <laughs> Triple H gets the win. I'm not happy with it, but you know what the fuck do I know? Yeah, what happened with that respect thing at the end? Like he pat him on the cheek and like, good job, old man. Yeah, because there's going to be a, another match. Just trust me. I know. I know now. It's going to be a Survivor Series match between the two factions. <laughs> I mean, look at Scott Hall. He took a fucking bump. And Kevin Nash yeah, inj- injured his quad. Uh, yeah. For, for the 100th time. The 100th Everybody's time. injuring their quads. <laughs> Doing it now while they can. Uh, that then we get be a t-shirt. We I, get, I, we, I, I, I tore my t- I think that is a t-shirt. We then get yeah. the Divas match, which was 90% Paige. Uh, the faces get the win, <laughs> and AJ gets pregnant. So, yay. <laughs> and CM Punk is. <laughs> CM Punk's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. UFC <laughs> now. Yes. <laughs> How can you imagine poor, poor AJ at home being that fat and slobby and like, mmm. <laughs> that little body gonna take that much pain. All I can say is if it makes her hips wider, I have no problem with that baby coming through there. Now, can you imagine she's in the delivery room? We gotta give her drugs. No, 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 no. She's straight edge. She gets no drugs. <laughs> See, punk. No, 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 no. No fucking way. <laughs> My kid is not going to grow up as a drug user. <laughs> that would be something. Um, then we get Bray versus... No, we don't. We get oh. we get Rusev with the second greatest entrance ever. Oh, my God. I this love was it. good entrance. Fuck, this was fucking amazing. The, they had soldiers. They had the army tank. They had everything. Rusev All he needed was a bottle of vodka. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Then we get John Cena's promo. I'm going, uh, here we go. Oh, look, it's Obama. Oh, look, it's Bush. Two people people want to get shot at. All right, cool. Now, I was expecting at the end of this. I was expecting at the end of this, Cena was going to come out, like, in a fucking helicopter. Or he'd be parachuting down in, like, camouflage in a red, white, and blue shirt. I figured he'd be driving, like, a Jaguar or something. I was expecting something fucking American to top the fact that fucking Rusev had a goddamn tank and an army. John Cena comes out by himself in a blue shirt with his John Cena, you can do it, nut rag, gets into the ring. (laughs) You can do it. What the (laughs) fuck is that? Or never give up, nut rag, whatever. You can do it. Goes down to the ring, has a match with Rusev, one, two, three, Cena's the new U.S. champion, and I go, fuck, what the hell? Here in the beginning, when Rusev came out to that, that Soviet national anthem... No, it's the, just the Russian national anthem. The Russian, I mean, oh, God, I was living in the 80s now for a bit. Uh, the Russian national anthem, and you had, like, the the tank, and you have the, the, the um, grenade... Um, what do you call them? Um, the grenade launchers and the cannons the and all that shit. And everything, yeah. And the people fucking popped for the guy. Because this was awesome! Yes! This was fucking amazing! And then John it's Cena's like, promo, 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 din, 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 din. It's like, well, don't give us any fucking effort. In the ring, they were, at the beginning, there was, when Cena came out, they were saying, John Cena sucks. And in the ring, every time Rusev got him in a suplex or a slam or sort, they popped for the guy. They love the guy. I think it's because, you know, 
Again, if Cena would have came out in a fucking like tomahawk chopper <laughs> or came in in a motorcycle or had fucking uh-huh. apple pie in his hands, something that resembled America instead of his own fucking t-shirt with the same fucking gimmick with the same fucking song and dance that he does every fucking week, maybe the fans would have went, "Oh yeah, I'm proud to be an American now." Fuck shit, yeah. No, this was the. It's like if Rocky Balboa didn't come out in the red, white, and blue tights. What the fuck? In Russia. In Russia. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Cena gets the win, yay. And you know, the best part is, the fans didn't make a sound. No. Crickets. Just not. They were dead. And Cena was like, yeah, I'm the champion again, yeah. <laughs> and the crowd went. Fuck you, Cena. Well, the crowd were like, fuck it, we're going to go get some t-shirts because, you know, we got other shit to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> so your thoughts on the match, other than the entrances, your thoughts on the match? Um, this was actually a pretty damn good match. Uh, let's, not, let's not sell Cena short here. He did a fucking cruiserweight move that's never been seen before. He did a fucking second rope. Springboard uh, stunner. Springboard yeah. Stone Cold stunner. What the fuck was that? That was awesome. <laughs> I'd give Cena props just for that move alone. Yeah, that 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 thing you don't see every day from Cena doing that kind of shit. That's just him trolling. <laughs> yeah, because you're never gonna <laughs> see him do that again. No, never, never. So, so. you're never gonna see John Cena do that move again. Not even on a Raw match. No. Fuck. Damn. What was the last time you saw him do a Fela Kinrana? Once. That was it. (laughs) He did it once, and he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. No. (laughs) So, yeah, whatever. Then we get the Rock, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Ronda Rose thing. This took, Mm -hmm. like, seven hours. Um, Stephanie McMahon is the voice of the people because... Rock insulted her, and she goes, oh, wow, a schoolyard insult. You have anything else in your repertoire, Rock? Go back and suck Hollywood's dick. Suck my dick. You know, get the fuck out of my ring. Get the fuck out, get the fuck out of my ring, or you're going to get AIDS. You never, you never, what, what and was then Rock And like, then Rock steps to the floor, and he's all, ah, oh, wait a minute. Takes about an hour and a half to get to Ronda Rousey. Pulls her into the ring. Takes another hour and a half. The son is still sitting there going, nope. I'm ruining this show. And Ronda Rousey does a thing. Whatever. <laughs> it was like he was like, no, you never gonna, you never, you never meant to be a McMahon if you got because of Vince Johnson. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, that segment was all right. Just fuck. <laughs> and, and Triple H, what did you say? That was the last thing you said that to my wife. God damn it. You know, I just thought about something. Every um, WWE game uh, that comes out, they basically use WrestleMania as the f- cutoff point for what everybody's going to look like and uh, what what events are going to be in and everything. So, are they going to have is when and they always reproduce the latest WrestleMania in the game? Like that's the WrestleMania you're going to get in the game is the one that was from that year. So, is it going to be in sunlight in the game too? <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine if it wasn't? It's like, this is what it should have looked like. Because, <laughs> like, I'm just... <laughs> I, I, I want to know. <laughs> Are they... Because there's not... 
I mean, normally sunlight in the wrestling games is like something you don't get. That's that's like for special events. So, but I mean, are they going to go for realism? Or are they going to go be like, hey, maybe we should make it not look like shit? Yeah, well. Mm. Then we get the semi-main event of the evening, which is Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker. Bray Wyatt's entrance was, oh, it was all right. You know what the shitty part was, though? The sun. Not the the (laughs) sun. Um, Because not one fucking person could pull up their cell phone. (laughs) I could see some of them, but like I said... They were trying. (laughs) It was sad. And Vince McMahon, damn you, damn you, son. That had to suck for Bray going, where's my fireflies? (laughs) That's why no. I got Scarecrows. Then we get Taker's entrance. Which doesn't really look that great when it's bright outside. <laughs> you know what I like about Taker's? I saw that he was wearing his leather pants again. Yeah, Taker was in a singlet. Yes. No, not a singlet. Uh, he was in pants leather, leather pants, pants and a shirt. I'm like, oh, this is different. Yeah. And he went totally old school. He went to 2004 and... Put on his old his old leather duster, his old leather pants. Got the old hat out again. The old boots he had. Taker looked a hundred percent better than he did last year. Last year it looks like he pile drove cancer. This year it looks like he won. He looked like he was bigger this year. He looked stronger. He looked healthier. And and when he saw him with that black hair again, you could you could see ah the dead man is really coming back. I think to him. Everyone let out a collective sigh of relief when he had a fucking hair instead of yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Jericho and Edge talked about it on the podcast. They're like, "Damn, did you see? Did you see Undertaker's hair? I did. It exists. Thank God. Not <laughs> <laughs> have hair." So uh, until next year, I probably be, if he if he saves his hair, not cutting it, he will probably have like down to his neck or something to next year or longer. Well, if he's still around, I mean, this might. I'm pretty sure, the only reason he's growing it out was for the gimmick because the whole reason he cut it off was because he got tired of it. So I'm assuming he's growing it out for the sake of the last match he's going to have, or mm. what, and then he'll probably cut it off when he retires, and and then he'll disappear. He looks like Uncle Fester again. Have a mohawk or something. So the match happened, and the match started off great. I mean, like, the first five minutes was just, holy shit, Taker is moving, Bray is moving, these two are fucking killing each other. And then it stops. And it just stops. And for me, it was very methodical. It was very, Bray doesn't move and walks around for 45 seconds. Bray does another move, walks around for 45 seconds. Bray does another move and walks around for 45 It's like, um, can't you punch him or stomp him or bite him or something? What the fuck is going on? Taker gets the win. One, two, three. Bong. I'm now 22 and one. I ride off into the sunset. Yay, Taker. I like, the, I like that the old school looked crisp again. It looked like he was got the height. And he, he didn't last year he had a concussion when he did it. Yeah. Surprised he, he didn't, didn't fall sh- off. <laughs> Yeah, they were talking about that during the match. Yeah, Bill. Look, Michael. It looked like Taker got his bell rung again. I think the, I think the hard part was Bray would do a move and Taker took like forever to get up. Mm. So you take you just got a body slam. Yeah. Why is it taking you so long to get that was my real big problem with the match, is as soon as Bray hit some big offense, the match just slowed down. And 
take it easy. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like, oh, here we go. It felt like our truth, Cena. Uh, uh, yeah, and most, and we both know that Taker and Bray can move. Hell, we watched it for yeah. five minutes. They can move, then it just stops. So, Alex, I know you're a big fan of both of these guys. I'm actually curious on your thoughts on this whole thing. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was it was good for a large man, a fat man with a fucked up ankle, and a fifty year old guy <laughs> who's getting in better shape. It was it was fun as hell to watch. I mean, it was nice to see Taker old school. I mean, not like the move, but just look good again. And he came out there, and I mean, I didn't know who I wanted to win. My heart stopped a couple times because I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, who's gonna win? And I didn't know who I wanted to win. And then Undertaker won, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm okay with this. I mean, I, I think Bray needed it more, but when Undertaker won, there was like a... It was just a good feeling. It's like, there's my boy. He got his mojo back. He won. So it it was... it was. I don't have any problem with the result. The match was fun because um, you got to see Undertaker hit all the spots, which that's all I can really ask for at this point, given his age and... And everything. I mean, he did old school. He did Hell's Gate. He did the Tombstone twice. He did uh, Snake Eyes. I think he got interrupted in the middle of the big boot um, by Bray. But he did He did it at some point again anyway. He the apron the, leg drop. He did the apron leg drop. I have a picture of it over here actually somewhere. Um, they call it the guillotine leg drop. Yeah. Which is weird because it's not really a guillotine leg drop, but okay, yeah. But it, they say, "Oh, it's a guillotine leg drop." Oh, because that's over the rope, not over the apron. But yeah, but, but they mix it up. I yeah, because it's WWE. I think I think Bray took it a little easy on him, and I don't blame them because they don't want to like kill him. I mean, he didn't do the the clothesline from Cthulhu or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <they call> it. <laughs> The fucking the That's what did you call it? Ian? You called it like the you called it the Wyndham. The the yeah the Widowmaker clothesline. That's what that is. That, That's, that. it's it's the fucking That's the, the clothesline. He didn't use that because I think that would have killed him. And um, other than that, I mean, uh, they they had that cool little bit which we all saw this coming. Everybody was like, okay, at one point. Undertaker's got to sit up while Bray's doing the spider walk. And they did it, and everybody was expecting that. But it was fun to see anyway. And I like how Bray kind of showed some fear. like, But he's like, no! No, you're not going to fuck this up for me, goddammit! And uh, <laughs> he, was like, he backed up. When Undertaker finally got in his face at the beginning of the match, he's like, holy shit, it's the Undertaker. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! No! I'm up no, your ass! And he tries to attack him. And <laughs> a skull. You know what? You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of WrestleMania 20 when he, when he faced Kane and Kane. Then when he was, you're not here! You're not here! That's not you! And he like poke taker like, eh. he's here. <laughs> he felt like that. He's dressed he identical to when he fought Kane as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, which is weird, but, you know. And and he ca- almost had the same hair length. It's like, what's going on? But, uh, yeah, I thought it I thought it told a good little story. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, they, they had, they knew what they were doing out there. I mean, it was a little bit slow as the match went on. And I think that was due both to Taker's age and because um, you could actually see when, um, when Bray 
um, put Tager's neck or head against the uh, the turnbuckle and then ran into it. He started limping afterwards, and like you could say it was because he hit the steps, but it's like he didn't hit his legs on the steps. He wasn't supposed to hit those. That was just he was supposed to have basically did a body block on it, but he was started limping on his ankle. So I think as the match went on, they both started running out of gas a little bit early and. But yeah, I think I think it was I think it was fun. It was it was fun. I mean, just for, just to see these guys go out there and and have a match. I don't know what the future holds for them. I hope there's something in the future for them. I I mean, maybe maybe not SummerSlam, maybe Survivor Series or something. I don't know. Extreme Rules. No. I don't know. My big fear is that they look at Brian and go, "All right, that's it." That's my fear. You're pushing over. Because again, young man. after watching this match and watching all the Bray's matches this year, he's had the same match. And I'm I'm curious if they're gonna go, all right, Bray, look, um when Luke Harper moves faster than you, you've got a problem. Uh, so hopefully there's so you- more hopefully there's more in store for Bray. But he's been losing a lot. He needs a big win somewhere down the line. And that was my whole point leading up to this. I really thought he needed this win. And he could have used it, but at the same time, I'm happy Taker won, so I don't really know what to say. Do 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 we need to have he's injured now, do you need to write him off TV for a while to get get healthy and to repackage him or do something with him to get him a new push, so to speak? What do you think, man? I'm not sure. I, I, I honestly I don't know what what they're gonna do. I don't want them to sack The him. only thing I, I can think of that they could do is it's ironic that um they don't want they Bo don't got taken you. out by Sting and Bray got taken out by Taker. They can mm-hmm. easily drop both their gimmicks and become Bo and Bray a tag team and face Taker and Sting at Mania. Aha. Uh-huh. Cuz they were a tag team in the Independence. Mhm. So and they were and they, and you, we talked about that at the end. About that tag team, and they—they are big dudes. Yeah, I mean that is a possibility that may happen, but it's so far off the horizon. Oh, but it, if it family. does happen, you hear—you heard it here first. And what are you going to call them then? Brady and Bo, Bray and Bo. That's what I would call them. Bray and Bo. Bray and Bo. Wyatt or Bray and Bo Wyatt. Hmm. Just why because not? You have seen tendencies that. Uh, when when Bo gets rid of that smile and he gets. Serious and gets mean and angry and vicious. He can really uh, he can, you, you 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 get to feel that he can hurt someone real bad. And it would be real easy to put them together because a they're brothers and they look alike. Come on, it's yeah, it's come I on. Think they it's, would kill. It's easy. Then we get the main event along with Roman Reigns pushing seventeen fans out of his way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That oh, asshole. what the fuck, that fan. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And he gets to the ring. We get Brock Lesnar. The The set actually looked really cool because guess what? The sun was nowhere in sight until the match started. And ding, ding, ding. Roman Reigns hits Brock Lesnar once. That was enough. Brock said, oh, no, we're done here. Fuck wrestling. It's a shoot now. And proceeds to beat the shit out of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Duplex it, bitch. This match was, I can't believe I'm saying this, this was the match of the night. Yes. These two fucking killed each other. And then Roman Reigns, and then Rollin, 
Seth, Seth Rollins ruins it. He's the new champion. I'm not happy with that decision at all. I think that's kind of the plan. Uh, so, fuck. I, 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 love, I love the thing that after, I think he hit his fifth or sixth suplex or something, and he walked like on, with the hard camera or something, and he said, Suplex City, bitch! And <laughs> yeah, that became a meme instantly. Yeah, Suplex City! And when he, when he took the gloves, the fighting gloves off, I think, oh my god, he's gonna hard reigns now. And he put, he picked him up with his hair and just bitch slapped the fuck out of reigns. Like I said, like, like a, like, like a dad, like, you know, lecturing his young son or something, you know, never do that again. It felt like he was lecturing him. You know, from a grown man to a kid. This like. was insane, is what this match was. It every, was stiff. It was every, stiff and snug. Everyone went, oh my god. <laughs> this is exactly yeah. what we wanted. Yeah. Reigns hit Brock so fucking hard in the beginning of that match. I mean, he was just... I, I didn't see a single non-stiff punch. Every punch to Brock was just, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can hit you. And and then so Brock just goes over there and F fives him to hell, and then F fives him to hell again. Then he gives him thirteen hundred thousand suplexes. Then he takes his gloves off and slaps his shit around. And <laughs> How, what about that forearm Lex Lesnar gave Reigns on the apron? That and the clothesline. That was a Stan Hansen shit clothesline. <laughs> oh fuck! This is where you go. Oh God, Brock is gonna kill him. Yeah, he this, was this might be the death of Roman Reigns. Did you see the face of him when he after the third F five when he when he lo- looked into the camera and said "fuck" and he said "okay, I'm d- no more business." Now we're not doing any more business. Well, I think Brock got rocked because again, Roll- oh, I keep saying I keep mixing the two up. Reigns <laughs> hit him, and then Real Brock hard. picked him up and threw him, and the way Reigns landed made yeah. me go. Oh God! Um, he actually <laughs> threw him. Yes, he threw him. <laughs> I wonder if Brock really got hit. Oh, oh, he's bleeding. Oh shit! <laughs> and you heard Paul on the floor. Don't do it. <laughs> so, so Rollins gets the win in the end because he cashed in Money in the Bank. Ah, shit. And what 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 did Michael Cole call it? The heist of the century or something? Yeah, whatever. Fuck you, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> So overall, so overall, what we think of the match and, and Mania? Uh, <coughs> I thought Mania was pretty damn good. I liked basically everything on the card, um, even the Divas match, and uh, um, that match in particular was a lot of fun, <laughs> just because it involved someone getting killed. Yeah, even Roderick Strong liked the match. Yeah, hell, that fan got killed too. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my fucking way, dude. Uh, so that was WrestleMania. Why don't... I, 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 oh. will, I will give it like... Uh, I said three and a half stars out of yeah, five. Yeah, three and a half. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. Three and a half. I'd give it like 3.8. It was better than last year. Oh, yeah. Well... 
Last year had a better story. It had better storytelling, and I think it, the matches were even a little better. This year, we went in underwhelmed and went, oh, fuck. Yeah, very underwhelming build-up, but great WrestleMania. That, that was, I, I would like to say something about the main event before we do a closure on WrestleMania. The main event felt like a heavyweight bout. It felt like they were really trying to hit each other with potatoes, because real, real ammo. And it felt like, wow, this is, it felt like a fucking fight. See, not you know, like, okay, we're not doing business. We'll fight each other and see who's standing up at the end, almost. You know what they do with the house shows now, and I wish they would implement this. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's a title match, specifically a world title match, they didn't do it with Brock, so they had to do it with the, the U.S. title, but, because that was the title match I saw, they turn the lights off. And they put the spotlight on either the challenger or the champion. And after the champion or the challenger gets introduced, they turn the lights back on. Then they turn the lights back down and put the spotlight on the champion. I think if they did that for the world title, yes, in all the world title matches, it makes it just that much more special. Just that yes. little effect. One spotlight on whoever it is getting announced. And I think that's what they were trying to do with this match. But again, the fucking sun. Yes. But overall, that's Mania. Why don't we get into Monday Night Lesnar? So, so Raw opens up, and uh, Rock is pissed. Pissed the fuck off. Uh, the Incredible Hulk won't even fuck with him at this point. Paul Heyman says, Paul Heyman says, we want Seth Rollin and his dick fucking now. He's not, we're not waiting until payback. We're not waiting until tomorrow. We want him now. And we will pick this ring up and go home if we do not get Roman Reigns. Not Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I'm never going to stop doing that. Uh, Stephanie comes out and goes, he's not here, but, 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 he will be here later, and it's it's going to happen. You you will have your rematch, I promise you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that starts Raw. A world title rematch. Oh, shit. Cool. What really opens Raw? Well, we have Ziggler versus Bryan for the Intercontinental title. Headbutt this, City. Headbutt City. This match was fucking amazing. Brian gets the win, complete with a fucking concussion. <laughs> They're headbutting each other all over again. This was just, this was fucking crazy. We got to mention something. I think we brought it up. The segment, uh, I think it was after this when all the Intercontinental title old guys came in and congratulated him or something. Yeah, he, he, he was given the rub. Yeah, yeah, he was given the rub. Uh, and I... I would like to say this this feud with Ziggler it's 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 awesome because Ziggler is gonna go heel. Oh yeah. Only because his ring jacket is different now. Mm-hmm. I, I could see what they're doing. They're gonna turn Ziggler into like the Shawn Michaels and they're gonna turn Brian into the Bret Hart. Yes. I I could see it. And it works so fucking well. <laughs> Do you think we could have a good mid-card division now with the IC and US title, 
challenging so we can have the guys who are wearing the title or having the titles are elevating the titles. What's going to happen is eventually Brian's going to go up to Cena and go, hey, you have an open challenge, I'll fight you. And I think that's <laughs> the route they're going. And not, uh, and not Nakamura. <laughs> and not Nakamura. That, that would be cool. Uh, the next yeah. match is uh, Cesaro and Kid in the Ascension, because that team's going to work, versus the New Day and the Lucha Dragons. Here's the story. The Lucha Dragons are now on fucking Raw. Thank you fucking Christ. The face And will- Kalisto. And Kalisto is now the new Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio can go off and kill people at this point. Fucking Callisto is now the new Rey Mysterio, so his legacy is now pretty much done. And the Ascension, and, uh, the Ascension will his, fuck he's themselves. Over. Oh, he's, he's, over. he's over as fuck right now. Yeah. That, that little Hurricanrana he's doing on the ground, when, when it, it's like a DDT maneuver, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. So Yeah. <laughs> so... Then Brock Lesnar comes down to the ring because Seth Rollins is here. This is happening. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Oh, shit. This is happening. Oh, shit. This is happening. Oh, shit. This is... No, it's not happening because Seth goes, you know, I've got jet, I've got jet lag and I'm just... I don't want to really do it tonight, so let's postpone this. So Brock Lesnar picks up the fucking arena and F5s it into the ocean <laughs> and proceeds to kill everything. He grabs the table and kills the announcers. He grabs Michael Cole and F5s him into an oblivion. He picks up Seth Rollins and throws him into the ocean. J&J Security are dead. The cameraman is dead. The production crew is dead. He picked up the ring and said, I'm going home. He fucking picked up the ring, put it on his shoulders and said, I'm going home, and walked the fuck home. End story. Brock Lesnar is now suspended indefinitely. Until the Anawai family gets pissed off and they gotta call him back. <laughs> so, comments on this. Guys, I would like to have a silent one minute for Michael Cole. He's not even departed. worth that. No. <laughs> I love that chew in, in the <laughs> I have that fucking picture. I saved that off of DM's Facebook. You, you know, you know, you know, you know what? Uh, if Jim Rios would have called that, he would say, he F5'd Michael Cole out of his chew. I mean, he killed everyone. You can hear Paul Heyman say, like, uh, no, 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 don't do it. The camera got killed twice. Cameraman, he got killed twice. Uh, he, that table, he flipped that table almost over to the crowd. And if, I think he would kill little Seth Rollins if he got hold of him. I'm sure of it, because he looked so angry. I, w- I was I was hoping that Paul Heyman would get an F5 too. <laughs> I think he's a baby face now. By default, he's kind of by a baby default. Face yes, by default. Because Seth Rollins is a little bitch, but um, yeah. And, 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 and Stephanie McMahon, I own that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, when he takes your ring home, there's not much you could do. No. <laughs> <laughs> This was pretty much Brock Smash. That's what this was. Brock Kill. This was just this was just fucking insane. So he, he was in kill mode. Yeah, he went into beast mode times five. He found the <laughs> he found the tesseract and went nuts. So you you can see you can see Michael Cole uh, 
Uh, I mean, he, he lifted Michael Cole like he weren't there. I mean, Michael Cole doesn't weigh, in, weigh much. I mean, <laughs> you can see Cole begging for his life. I, I love and the crowd popped huge when he killed Cole. <laughs> yeah, because we had never seen... This is what we wanted to see. We yes. knew that if you pissed off Brock Lesnar, he was going to destroy the arena. And that is exactly what we fucking got. He would slam the arena into the ocean. So so I'm I'm down for it. Now we get Damian Mizdale versus Stardust. Oh, how this is weird. Because they used to be tag partners, and it used to be Cody and... And Damien, and they used to be face and heel, and now it's switched and all that shit. Miz now gets the win, although I'm not happy that he's using the Miz's theme. The Miz comes out and beats the shit out of Miz now because it makes sense. So, cool. You know, for now, I got... By the way, did we say about Seamus' return? About who? Seamus. Oh, yeah, Seamus! He, I completely forgot about that because he looks like Aaron Ryan from Punch-Out. Uh, yeah. After the first match, uh, Sheamus comes out and kills everybody. And everyone says, oh, you look stupid because you kind of do. And, and, and the crowd's chanted, you, you're an asshole. <laughs> I love the crowd tonight. <laughs> well, night. the crowd was cool until the main event. And then they were mm. like, uh, there we go. Uh, we get... Brian Adrian, Adrian Neville facing off against Curtis Axel. Neville gets the win. Fucking sweet. They're bringing talent up from NXT. It's about fucking time. Uh, we then get John Cena who comes down to the ring and he's all, it's an open challenge. It's Dean Ambrose. Oh, sh- shit. All right. Uh, these two, I don't care what you say. Tore the house down. They tore the fucking house down. Cena gets the win, but it's not like he just beat Ambrose. He had to fight Ambrose. I'm okay with this. You could clearly see here that Ambrose can actually wrestle and not brawl all the time. Damn. Yeah. I got, again, I had no problem with the match. And, you know, we got like a good quality wrestling match out of this. Yeah, but everybody says that, oh, yeah, Ambrose, he can only brawl. He He can only fight. He cannot wrestle. Fuck you, I say to them. He can wrestle. Yeah, this this proves a lot of the critics wrong, and everyone's like, "Cena won." No, it's not like he just beat him. I mean, they had they wrestled for like twenty two minutes. Though. Yeah, and he kicked out of the fucking F uh, FU. Everyone kicks out of the FU though. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fucking but Connor McCaillic is kicked out of the fucking FU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paige, AJ, and Naomi defeat the Bella Twins <clears throat> and Natalia. Paige didn't really AJ didn't really do a whole lot in this match because she's preggers. Uh, so, it was an awesome Divas match, I mean, for, for what we got. I mean, it could have been worse, but, you know, fuck it. Uh, next match, I'm going through my notes here. Uh, it was Rusev beating the fuck out of Goldust. He came out and beat the, and I love, I fucking love when John Cena had his open challenge. The announcers are like, it's gonna be fucking Rusev. We know it's gonna be fucking Rusev, because it's in the goddamn script. It's gonna be motherfucking Rusev. It's not Rusev. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? This is the fuck. This isn't right. The fuck. Hold on a minute, Vince. Kevin, Vince, Kevin, where, Vince where are you fucking with us here? No, Kevin. Where's Rusev? Yeah, pretty much. So Rusev decides, no, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of Goldust because go America. I, I don't know. <laughs> he kills Goldust. All right, cool. Sure, why not? 
Uh, we then get the main event of the evening, which is Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Ryback defeating Seth Rollins, Big Show, and Kane. Uh, alright. I mean, it was alright. Um, and this is at the point where the fans started to get kind of stupid. Yeah, they went to business for themselves. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I forgot, during the Divas match, they kept saying, you suck Brian, you suck Cena, you suck Punk. And you suck uh, uh, Tyson to yeah. the women that were in the fucking ring. Oh, God. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Wow. They could have said you blow or something. Well, you know, they got to be somewhat PG. And, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the actual main event segment was Bo Dallas confronting Sting on the WWE Network. And Sting drops him with a scorpion death drop. So, Yay. Hmm. Overall, that would be cool if they had like Bray coming out and saving his brother or something. Again, I think they're gonna they're gonna hold on to that and, and all right. We'll wait. That's their ace in their deck. That's my plan. That's what I would do. I'd say fuck the Bray character, fuck the boat character. Look, they just got beat by the two Phantom guys. Let's do something with that. Hmm. So sure, that was wrong. Let them, let them show what they can be evil too. Yeah. Overall, not a bad fucking raw. I'm so oh bad. man. The main event, I was kind of like, Ugh. didn't 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 Rollins suck up to the crowd when they were doing the wave and like, yeah, 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 he he did something. Yeah. And Kane said, pay attention to the fucking match. Yeah, this is where the crowd started getting stupid because they're like, they didn't Real care fucking. who was in the match. They they honestly they didn't. Yeah, they were they were they were like chanting CM Punk chants again. Yeah, they were chanting everything, and this is where I'm like, uh, all right. It's gonna be, and the match itself wasn't bad. It's just uh, we, we've seen it, and it's nothing special. And you know, so fuck it. But that was raw. Why don't we get into NXT? This NXT edition of NXT was probably taped before Mania or after Mania, I don't know. But we had um, Sami Zayn was coming on to ring, he was he's gone back, he was talking about he had a plan. He wanted to, uh, first of all, be the champion again, and next, uh, number two, he wanted to kick the ever-loving shit out of uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. Yada, 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 he was talking, blah, 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 and then he left the ring, looking mad, angry, happy at the same time. And then we had a match, and we had Rhino coming down the ring, wearing an NXT t-shirt. Uh, he killed a guy that I haven't seen before, I couldn't recognize, I couldn't see what his name was, so he, I, I wrote this on my notes. Rhino comes down, gores a fucking nobody. After 12 seconds. Alright. <laughs> And um, he sh- then he took the mic and talked about, oh, I'm here for the NXT Championship. I'm going to, whoever's in my way, if it's Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Kenta, or uh, El Generico. I don't fucking care. And then we had a segment with Dana Brooke. Another, uh, she looks like a fitness model or a strong, uh, you know, 
she doing like I don't know what her gimmick is gonna be, but she, she looked like a goddamn athlete. All I can say. Uh, and then we had a match between Bailey and Emma. This was fucking strange because the match looked like Goldberg versus uh, Lesnar at WrestleMania 20. They didn't do anything for two, three minutes. They just stared at each other and walked around in circles. But then they got into the wrestling department and uh, Emma looked strange. I don't know what she, she was doing. Something You know, that dance she was doing before. She was like making fun of her gimmick or something. Something was up. I don't know. But Bailey got to Duke. She won via... Uh, a schoolgirl. <clears throat> then we had uh, a backstage segment with Becky Lynch, and he was, I'm not going to channel my inner Irish because it's going to be wrong. <laughs> but she talked about she's next in line for the, for the women's title or something. Uh, cool. Then we had... In, what? All right, cool. Yeah, and then we had uh, um, Blake and Murphy, the Neutron Cowboys. <laughs> or whatever. They went up against the Lucha Dragons, and some shenanigans went down, and Blake and Murphy won. Then we got it. It's moving fast paced here. <laughs> then we move on to the next match. It was Ty Dillinger and Jason Jordan. Do you know who, who, do, who those are? Yes. Yeah. Jason Jordan won. Yada, yada, yada. Good match. And then we had a main event. That was the two or three falls with Tyler Breeze and... Kenta Hideo Itami. And first of all, get to Kenta. It was, uh, he hit him with that uh, knee that uh, Dianson uses. And uh, I call it the Boyami knee. It looked like a Boyami knee for some reason. Uh, and then um, for the second fall, um, Breeze is in the corner, like playing that he's hurt, he's playing. And the referee said, okay, I'm going to watch him. I'm going to watch what's happened, blah, blah, blah. He goes uh, to check him out. And Kenta wants to kill him. And the, and the referee stops him. He wants to go into the corner again. He stops him, blah, 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 blah. And then he hits him out of the blue with the, the beauty shot or something. Uh, that spinning uh, heel kick. And he goes to Duke. One, it's 1-1 one, one for the third fall. And um, this was an awesome third fall. It, would, it went back and forth. Uh, Kenta nearly kills him with a kick in the head. This looks like he has a three-day three hangover. Um, <laughs> hits him with a fine clothesline, the knee, and I thought, this is the perfect time to hit the GTS. But no. Uh, Tyler Breeze hits him with the beauty shot again and won the feud. One, two, three. Huh. Wow. <laughs> Are they... Are you, are you thinking that Tyler Reese is the next man up now to the main event? Uh, or the main main? I've been saying that for six months that he's 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 getting there. Uh-huh. I thought he so was. The, I thought he was going to be the one to dethrone Zayn personally, mm-hmm. but they had other plans with Owens. What do you think they're going to do now with Kenta? Or they are they going to take take it easy with Kenta and let him be more? Like like learning the language a little bit more. No, I you think know. they're gonna let him learn the language and probably wrestle a little more before he comes up because right now they've moved a lot of NXT talent and they're kind of in scramble mode. So I'm gonna give it a little bit of time before they get I, another year. That's that reminds goal. me of something you missed. You forgot to say on uh, Raw. You, you forgot to mention Neville. Yeah. No, he fought. A, he fought Axel. Yeah. He beat him and killed him. Axel Mania is <laughs> <Yeah>. dead. 
Axemania instead. Yeah, so you think them. that Kenta, Generico, Steen, they're going to be up next year after Mania, though? Probably. See, I heard that they were going to do like an NXT thing at Mania, and they didn't. So I wonder if they're holding off on that for like Survivor Series or mm. something, because it kind of makes but sense. But I think, I think out of that pack, I think Finn Balor is the next in line. Well, he said he didn't want to be in there long. No, because uh, you know he wants. He's got shit to do. You know he doesn't want to fucking. <laughs> which is you know it's the truth. You know fuck it. So that's NXT. Sounds like a good show. I'll have to try to catch. Yeah, it. you you need to watch the show. I mean, ha- have you seen anything from Lucha Underground? No, uh, again, Mania Week and Access and all that shit. It's, I'm so far behind, but fuck it. All right. Uh, why don't we get into Friday Night SmackDown? Thursday, Thursday Night SmackDown. Fuck. It, it, it sounded like you swallowed a tire. <laughs> so, almost, my dear friend. We get Seth Rollins' music hitting, and um, he is the champion of champions, and he comes down to the ring with Big Show Kane and J&J Security by his side. And Big Show has his Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy, blah, trophy at ringside. <laughs> and uh, the commentators are like... Uh, uh, they're talking about what happened on Raw. And you're like, damn, those guys got killed. Hope we don't get killed. Fuck them, though. And, uh... <coughs> it's, I forget who all is... The... <coughs> um, I think it's the old guy from SmackDown. The guy that... I want to say Phillips. Tom Phillips. Tom or... Phillips. Yeah, him and King were the guys out there this week. Okay, that's... <laughs> Do what? Byron Saxton. Was he there? Uh, no, he was on... Uh, no, yeah, he was on Raw, yeah. Raw. Yeah, he got promoted. Well, by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I'm so full of crud. <clears throat> anyway, um... Big Show goes out and poses by the, you know, the trophy, and the crowd's like, fuck you, Big Show. And, uh, uh, you get Seth Rollins, and he says, you know, this Sunday at WrestleMania, I cashed in my money in the bank, and I inserted myself in the main event, and I beat that big Samoan dumbass Roman Reigns. And that big, gigantic piece of shit, Brock Lesnar, whatever the hell he is. Some kind of Hulk monster. Weirdo. Freak. <laughs> douche. But we learned something on Monday. We learned that Brock Lesnar is a loose cannon. And you know, we might have got that rematch tonight. But now we'll never know. Because Brock Lesnar had to go and attack everyone and throw them into the ocean like DM said. <laughs> 
where he f 5 to shark upon arriving. <laughs> um, they show Seth Rollins on the Today Show, and he's like, yeah, I'm a little jet-lagged, but, you know, that's the price of being champion, and I love it. And, uh... Uh... Blah, blah, blah. It's just more of this kind of shit. Um, <laughs> Randy Orton's music hits, and uh, he has some really sick burns for him. It's all like third grade, you know, level insults here. Um, he's like, "Well, you're a, you're a big dumb doo doo brain doofus." Douchebag cancer. I don't know. What? <laughs> you're a you're a douchey double head and a and a dick jamboree. I don't know. He's just saying stupid shit. Um No, um he's like uh what does he say? He's like, you know, these weeks. These weeks going up to WrestleMania, you've been running like a little bitch. And and I kicked your ass at WrestleMania. I don't know if you remember that. I, I RKO'd your, uh, I, I your head onto Mars. It's still on Mars. How, how are you even alive? And, uh, and uh, so he's like, you know what? I never got my rematch for my World Heavyweight Championship. So I think I want to throw my uh, ticket into the hat there, buddy. I want to fuck you up. Rollins, and uh, so they're like, you know, they're thinking about having a match, and the crowd cheers, and they start chanting RKO, and um, and oh my god, my computer's possessed. Okay, it's back to normal. It was going, it was scrolling up and down by itself. I couldn't read. Um, uh, it's like I don't know who you think you are, Randy Orton. But, but, no, you're not getting your stupid fucking rematch because I say when you get it. And it's going to be when I choose, when I like it, when I'm not masturbating. So, yeah. And, um, Orton says, you know, J&J Security, I get why you guys leech on to everybody because you're fucking nobodies and nobody cares about you. But Big Show and Kane, you used to be somebody. You used to be monsters, but now look at you. Oh my god, Kane, you look like a fruit roll-up. What the fuck are you? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Big Show, you, what, what even... What, you suck. Get out of my ring. And it's just... Yeah. And so Kane's like, I'll have you know that I can whoop your ass, but I'm not gonna because Big Show's having a match with you right now. And, um, uh, so Big Show has a match with Randy Orton, uh, which is right now. Um, Randy's beating his ass, then J&J get involved, and Seth Rollins, and Kane, and they all start beating him up, and, uh, and then Orton RKO's somebody, I don't remember who, but he does somebody, um, Ryback comes out for the save, which I sh- we should have mentioned on um, uh, 
Raw that he was actually pretty over, which is strange because that's a smart crowd. And Ryback was over, and he was over tonight too. And um, uh, he saves the day, and everybody's like, "Yeah, feed me more." And then we get replays of Danny Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler, and and the whole thing with Sheamus. And uh, then we get Natalia versus Naomi, and I don't remember any of this. Because I was probably shitting on my neighbor's lawn. I don't know. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, I'll send you pictures. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, We had a Byron Saxton interview with Roman Reigns about what happened at WrestleMania 31. Roman Reigns said, They didn't say that. I'm trying to get my voice back here. I can't do it. Um, Roman Reigns said, uh, I told you I was gonna fuck him. Oh, wait, I didn't fuck him. Well, well, I told you I was not gonna lose. Yeah, oh, wait, no, I, I lost. Um, well, I told you, I, uh, uh, I, uh, I kicked his ass, you saw me do it. And, and, I, I, I may have lost, but, but, but I'm Roman Reigns. And and you saw the blood, and you saw me smiling with the blood. So, uh, yeah. And I'm a badass. Believe that. And, uh, and he's like, I can't wait till we get another match. Because, oh, man, my Samoan blood is just boiling. I want to beat the shit out of that whitey with his white-ass hair and his white-ass eyebrows. I just want to beat him up, eat him up, smack him around. And, uh, we go back to SmackDown, and, uh, we have Miz coming to the ring without Damian Mizdow, naturally. Uh, Miz is fighting R-Truth. This is not the story. The story is, Mizdow comes out and does a skull-crushing finale on Miz after the match to a huge pop, and then he leaves after putting his sunglasses on like a badass. <laughs> So everybody badasses on this show. There's a lot of badasses. Um, so yeah, um, Miz wins, but nobody cares because Miz now ate his face afterwards. Um, John Cena is on the show. Can you believe it? On SmackDown, but he says I'm going to be. You know, defending this every week. I'm gonna. I'm going to be defending this U.S. title every week because it deserves that. It deserves a fighting champion. It deserves to be defended. And you know what? I don't even have a problem with Rusev. He was a great competitor, and I just didn't like him wearing this belt because I'm racist. So basically, um, fuck Rusev. But I'm a good champion. Yeah. And um, then uh, Rusev shows up. Because he's waiting for, um, he's, he calls somebody out. He's like, if, if anybody wants to fight me, if anybody wants to fight me, please let it be known now. And then Rusev comes out and he's like, John Cena, you did not beat me. You did not beat me at WrestleMania. 
You, you loser! You piece of shit! I did not lose the title! I am still US champion! Fuck you! Fuck you! Get back in the back! God damn it! Lana! Come here! Suck my dick! I am so goddamn. Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> Rusev meets Iron Sheik. That's what this is. <laughs> That would be awesome. Holy shit. At Extreme Rules, we're going to have another match, John Cena. We're going to have another match in, oh, God, Lana, that's better. And then, God damn it, John Cena, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to spit on America's soul like Cthulhu eats grandmothers. I don't even know what I'm talking Oh, God. And then Cena's like, you know, I'm a proud United States uh, citizen, and I will beat your ass. And I don't know if you're blind or stupid. You've been drinking that vodka, boy. Because, God damn it, I'm the U.S. champion. You ain't. Get out. But uh, I guess they're having to match it. Extreme rules. Um, I hope it's extreme. Yeah. WrestleMania 32 is coming to AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas on April 3rd, 2016. And, uh... Yeah, Alex, and you will be our correspondent for that show. I still need to lose weight, but I'm going either way. Um, I hope to, anyway. I'm Hell, man, you can hook up a VIP lounge. Yeah, sure. Actually, that would be cool if I could get one of the those really nice... Rooms, of course, it'd yeah, be like there. But uh, then you can still watch it on the TV, and then I could say I was there. <laughs> um, we had Luke Harper versus Dean Ambrose. Um, this is a really good match. Dean is still alive somehow. Um, Luke Harper killed him again. He power bombed him, just straight power bombed through the. Announce table. Oh, shit. <laughs> Destroyed it with one powerbomb. Not even... Didn't even have to try. And, uh... You know what You know what he used to call them when he was Brody Lee? He called them powerbombs truck stop. You know, because he was a trucker. Lookalike. Well, yeah, because Jackknife yeah. was, you know... Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> anyway, um... They're helping Ambrose out of the arena, and uh, Luke Harper has just killed the poor bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, they uh, they have um, what's his name, Bad News Barrett on commentary. But first, we got Seamus. Seamus is back, and uh, he explains why he attacked Andy Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, and he says. Well, you know, I'm so goddamn Irish and and, uh, Irish Spring and where have all the real men gone? Oh my god, I can't speak. (laughs) My voice is killing me. Uh, ah, ah. Didn't Seamus have a new theme song? Yes, he had a new theme song. What do you think of it? Um, it works. It fits. It's it's like a more heelish theme. It's more badass. Yeah. But he's like, uh, he says, Hey, where have all the real men gone? Uh, your little underdogs, your little, 
your little Daniel Bryans, your little Dolph Ziggler's. Oh, they're just a bunch of little fellas. Bunch of little fellas that I'm gonna beat their ass. And, uh, I mean, look at them. They, I mean, yeah, they're good little workhorses, but look, look at me. I'm, I'm six foot five million. And, god damn it, I'm a, such a better champion than them. And, uh, so, basically, I'm here to be a heel. I have turned heel. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. I'm a heel. Hello. And then he, uh, he has a match with Brian that is fucking fantastic. Um, he does this new move where basically he looks like he's going to suplex you, but then he just flips you. He does like a flip, makes you do a flip, and then just drops you on your face. So he brings you up upwards, then flips you backwards, then drops you on your neck. It's great. And he did it twice. He picked him back up and did it again. And uh, Almost sounds like a jackhammer. Yeah. Except he, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't come down with the move like Goldberg does. Huh? He just flips you in the air and then just drops you standing like it's nothing. Like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, it, that's the major part of the move. It's not really a slam; it's a drop. The uh, name of the move? Fuck it. <laughs> You're dead. He just hit him with fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Michael Cole, shut up. But um. Uh, it was a great match. It was very, it was very uh, stiff. They beat the shit out of each other. Um, Brian gets knocked out of the ring, and Sheamus is fucking with the ref. So, Bad News Barrett gets up, bull hammers Brian in the face, and uh, Sheamus comes out to capitalize on it. But he's like, Nah, you know what? I think I'm gonna win by count out. So he just gets in the ring and gets a count-out victory over Daniel Bryan. Because he thought about bringing him back in a couple times. He's like, no, nope, no, nope, he's too heavy. I'm going to leave him here. He's too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty uh, fun match. I'd, I'd watch it if you haven't seen it just for how stiff it was. It wasn't like the greatest match of all time or anything, but it was it was a good SmackDown match. And that was uh, that was the end of SmackDown. Alright, shit. Sounds like a bunch oh. of stuff happened. Um, I expected a lot more matches, but fuck it. It's only SmackDown. Uh, so that's yeah. it. Um, that is the show for this week. So much shit fucking happened. We... Uh, Hope all of you like and subscribe and talk to us on Facebook as we give you guys updates every single week and just about every single fucking day. We're curious about what you guys know or think about the whole AJ thing on whether or not this whole pregnancy thing or her leaving is going to damage the Diva Division. Also, y'all think that Samoa Joe is coming to the WWE. That's the other rumor that's been floating around, but thanks to Brock Lesnar suplexing the fucking arena into the ocean and AJ Lee walking away pregnant really hasn't had you know other news than that but that's it uh, hopefully everyone has a happy easter and uh we will see you all next week same time same place same channel on beyond the mat and hopefully we'll get some fucking answers with this whole brock lesnar thing and and seth rollins will uh, stop being a pussy so and you guys out there if you want to listen hardcore listen to us talk we have over four hours of content now from wrestlemania and raw and all of fame all put together uh, yeah it's gonna be like six and a half 
Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's, it's a long show. So, so enjoy. I'll upload this as soon as I can, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.